Grab a deck of cards or a board game. Today on MI Focus, we're playing games. I'm Brandon James. This is episode four, and I'm glad you've decided to check out the podcast today. And after the monologue portion, Jim McKinney will join me once again talking about all sorts of games games you played as a kid outdoors, board games. Jim McKinney, uh, we were talking just the other day, and we instantly realized this was going to be a fun topic and we would have a lot to talk about, so he's coming up a little bit later on. My wife and I are taking a trip up to our family cabins in northeastern Michigan. They're located in Alcona County, and before I went to the cabins as a young person, it's a county I probably never would have heard of. But it's pretty close to Lake Huron. We like to go up there and walk the beach and just enjoy the unplugged environment of the cabin. The cabin was originally a hunting cabin that my great-grandfather built. There's other cabins there uh, that are all owned and operated and visited by other friends and descendants of friends of my great-grandfather. And although some hunting still goes on up there and some fishing, uh, just a lot of recreation and time to get away. No TV, no internet. Our phone service is spotty at best when we're up there, and we kind of like it that way. Now, since it's just my wife and I who are going to be up at the cabin, when it comes to games, there's not a lot of them out there for only two people. Uh, There's a Scrabble board up there, so we get into that a little bit. Cribbage is one I've been trying to get my wife to want to learn, and I myself have to relearn it. Um, because it's a great two-player game, and it's not one that goes by super fast, uh, depending on how many points you decide to play to. And I've always liked the board and all the unique designs of cribbage boards that are out there. And, of course, the little pegs that you use to keep score. You use a standard deck of cards, of course. And if it's a game you ever want to try to learn, there's places you can go online and print off instructions that try to make it a little bit easier. Maybe we'll get into that one when we get up there. But cribbage was invented by Sir John Suckling, and it was in the early 1600s. He was an English poet, and it was derived from another game called Naughty, N-O-D-D-Y. But it was the Charles Dickens book in 1841 called The Old Curiosity Shop that kind of immortalized the game, and then it became a popular game among uh, sailors and was played often and became a pastime during World War II. That's a little history about cribbage, but if you're going to talk about games, in particular card games in Michigan, you know Euchre is one of the big ones. The original game of Euchre is actually credited for introducing the Joker to modern-day packs of cards. I didn't know that until I started doing this research, and... I know nobody really uses the Joker, at least in Euchre games that I've been in, but it was intended to act as a top trump card or best bower in the mid-1800s. So the Joker is in decks of cards because of the game of Euchre. The origins of Euchre are not specific, but it is believed that Euchre is related to a French game that was called Écarte, if I'm saying that right. The Pennsylvania Dutch like to play it. And it likely evolved from a German game called Juckerspiel. Hope I'm saying that right. Many German immigrants settled in the Midwest and planted euchre roots in the region, including in the state of Michigan, but it's also popular in the surrounding Great Lakes states of Indiana, Ohio, Illinois, and Wisconsin. Uh, During the 19th century, euchre was often heralded as the national card game of countries. Of course, it remains a staple in Michigan families and at colleges and communities. One of the weird things about Euchre is all the cards that you take out of the deck when you're going to play it. Of course, it's the nines and the tens, the jacks, queens, kings, and aces. 
I was always unlucky in Euchre. I never, I would always get the I'm going alone uh, deal late in the game when it didn't matter anymore, like down nine to one or something like that. Oh, finally, I got the good cards. Um, but it is strange because Spades is actually a game that I excel at, and it's similar to Euchre. You just play with all the cards in the deck. Uh, but for whatever reason, I had better luck with that one. A little bit more strategy. Euchre's kind of a game of luck to a certain point. Uh, but again, that's a four-player game, so Lacey and I will not be able to play Euchre up at the cabins unless one of the other families happens to be up there when we go this weekend. All right, we must really just be goofing off because we're just talking about playing games. Jim McKinney joins me for uh, a little reminiscing about games we played as kids, uh, indoors, outdoors, games we play as adults. Yeah. Wanting to be kids still. <laughs> hey, it works for me. Always fun to just sit down. And you now, yesterday we were talking, I was saying, hey, I'm going to be talking about games on the podcast. And we discussed cribbage and euchre. Um, of course, Michigan big on the euchre thing. And it kind of broadened out, like, what other games do we remember playing? And so <laughs> <laughs> hopefully our brains are working as good today as they were yesterday. I'm not promising anything. Not promising anything. No. Um, now you mentioned a few. Uh, some of them I was familiar with. I mean, you got your standards, and I think we were talking about Risk and Monopoly a little yeah. bit, of course. Yeah, no, we were, because you, you play those a lot. And then you mentioned Life, Yeah. Uh, you know, the game of Life and uh, – um, <laughs> Yeah, there was a bunch of games that we played when we were kids. And, you know, and there were certain manufacturers that would send out a ton of games. You know, Milton Bradley is the big one. Right. You know, they they had uh, Candyland and uh, Shoots and Ladders. And And were we saying it was called Snakes and Ladders? Snakes and Ladders in 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 Europe or something? Europe, I think, in England (laughs) or something. And then we were trying to figure out why it wasn't called Slides and Ladders because they actually were slides, not shoots. I've never heard a, a slide called a shoot. Shoots anyway. and ladder sounds better anyway. It, so. There's a little ring to yeah. that. And that was you a know, fun one. Uh, Candyland uh, was good, too. What was the one, though, that would set you way back in Candyland? I'm trying to remember. You'd get almost all the way to the well, top. Well, you, you'd then... get that card that would be plumby. Yeah. Plum, plummy. That, and mm. plummy would send. You could be up in the ice cream float. <laughs> ice cream heaven. Float <laughs> uh, swamp or whatever it was. And all of a sudden you get plummy and <laughs> back you go, you know, and it's. Uh, just throw the board and yeah, all the pieces go. Yeah, you know, just toss it. I'm done. Same get out of here. Monopoly or Risk, you know. <laughs> you know yeah, exactly. And, you know, some of the games, like you said, you know, with Risk and, and uh, Game of Life and Monopoly, they took a long time. Yes. You know, I mean, they would Notorious. take... And we're talking about Monopoly, we were, we were discussing this yesterday. I don't think there's one person on the earth that I know <laughs> that has played that game the way it's supposed to be played according to the instructions. Yeah. You know, because if you look at the instructions, when you land on a property, if you don't want it, then the bank has to auction it off right there. We never played that way. Which, honestly, that idea sounds more fun because it, I'm assuming it would get all the other players involved. And you would start bidding, right? Is well, that... yeah, and then you'd have strategy. Say, you know, you get uh, uh, two of the uh, yellow uh, category, and what then you, you, you know, somebody lands on it and they don't want it. Then suddenly you get into a bidding war because when you own all three properties, you can put houses and hotels and stuff like that. So, yeah, it could it could end up in some real interesting, you know, flipping the board up and you know things. You know, like I that. once played a very important game of Monopoly, and I don't think I've ever told you this story. Mm. So now's a good time. So when Lacey and I were dating, uh, one day. I decided we should play a game of Monopoly. Um, and there's a lot more to this. You'll find out as I go through the story. 
Um, so I got everything set up and she was like, you know, why do you want to play Monopoly today? I'm like, oh, it just sounds fun. We don't nothing going on. It was raining. It happened to be raining that day. Um, so we got the whole thing set up and we're rolling the dice and playing along. And she got to a community chest card mm-hmm. that she had to draw. Well, the top card had been altered. Ah, I see. It was the the, the Monopoly guy and a bride and groom, mm-hmm. and I changed the card to say, Lacey, will you marry me? Oh, wow. Oh, now that's cool. That's a true story. That is cool. Now, you're probably thinking, all right, what would have happened if you would have landed on the community chess card? And what I probably would have done is just picked it up and been like, oh, I got to pay 25 You know, I would have picked one of the, because sometimes if it's the, you're receiving, oh, let me see that card. And, yeah, yeah. And that would have screwed the whole thing up. So I probably, oh, I got to pay, and I just would have put it down and maybe said, oh, let's take a break for a few, and I would have gotten the card and but fate fate stepped in she went i just i remember when she rolled the dice and i saw that she was going to move the spots to i was like oh boy here it comes we haven't played monopoly since that day <laughs> but you got this married, in 2000, so it's, it's good this was in 2005 there you go but it served a good purpose there you go That's far, i can't believe yesterday i didn't tell you that story when That's we were cool. talking about all these games and everything that is cool we still i we laminated that community chess card mm-hmm. and we have it with our scrapbook that has you know our other wedding photos and, That's cool. and things that we got you know on that yeah it's a great story that yeah i'm, I'm glad i thought to share that i was i wasn't even planning on sharing that and there you go i'm glad i did everybody knows uh, how i got engaged it was through the Game of Monopoly, Monopoly that we were playing incorrectly. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> but Risk is another one. Back when I was in high school and we would do the church lock-ins uh, mm-hmm. with the youth group and stay up all night and drink way too much Mountain Dew and things like that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a lot of the uh, kids would want to play Risk. And I was like, that's a fun game. It's a good game. But that's going to be your whole lock-in mm-hmm. is playing that game. Because you get enough people playing the game of Risk, that game will last a really, really long time. Because someone's got to take over the whole world. Yes. And usually there's a a back and forth, you know, you get and you're thinking, oh, oh," and then somebody starts eating back at all the uh, land that you've conquered and the game just goes on and on. But You mentioned mentioned Euchre earlier. Yeah. The only time that I've ever played Euchre in my life was at a church conference. We were at Olivet College for a a church conference. You said you would need to relearn it. And and I, I spent... A, the better part of an hour learning how to play euchre and then spent the rest of the night playing euchre with about <laughs> 25 other people. I mean, we were all, you know, sitting in this, and we stayed up pretty much all night long and played euchre. Well, I have not played euchre since. Yeah, and that is that is one I will play fairly regularly at family get-togethers. I come from a German family mm-hmm. on my dad's side, and along with euchre, they play Pinochle. Oh, yeah. And some other card games. Those are ones I never really learned that much. Rummy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. I know nothing about it. We, we we played a bunch of we would play we play rummy we played gin rummy or five hundred rummy which was also a lot of fun. Uh, my mom and I would play racco, which is a card game that involves you know getting things in order and all that kind of stuff. And uh, we would you know obviously play uh, go fish. Mm-hmm. Uh, Crazy eights was another one we didn't talk Skip about bow. yesterday. Skip bow, Uno, mm-hmm. um, old maid. Old Maid, we play Old Maid too. Uh, <laughs> That's not a very I have, PC name have, for a game anymore. Yeah, I know. I have a. Um, a card game that's called Millborn, which is a French touring game, they call it. Okay. And you try to go so far, and you try to avoid getting running out of gas, flat tires, accidents, you know. So but the cards the- are in English and in French. 
So these aren't playing cards. The cards have these different situations. Yeah, they have the on different them situations and, on them. And so, and it's fun because I don't speak French, <laughs> except for we oui, oui. yeah. you know, or whatever, you know, <laughs> with the card. Um, and uh, it's it was a lot. It's a lot of fun. I, I you know, <laughs> we really had a good time. But yeah, there's, uh, um, you know, we even played poker. Yeah, and that's that's one I I. There was one stretch of time in my life where I had a group of friends that were that I worked with long, long, long time ago, and I got into poker for a little while, and mm-hmm. then once you know we all moved on, I never yeah. got back around to it again. Yeah, a couple all, other. Well, no, go ahead. I was just gonna say. I think it's because of the whole poker face thing. I'm mm. not really good with it. I'd be like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> everybody's. We are. We're out. Yeah, yep. we're out. There were a couple of other card games we played. Slabjack. Mm. Which is you keep throwing the cards down, and then when a jack comes up, you got to hit it real yes. quick, and then you get the cards. You get the whole, yeah. And uh, the other one, That'll and this hurt your is, hand. yeah, and if you get hit, you play know, with the wrong person, they're like, they're yeah. like slapping you and everything else. <laughs> the other game, which my family still plays periodically, is called Pit. Yes, which involves the bell and commodities, and you try to collect all the commodities. And then, yeah, and I have my brother, my youngest brother is a pain when we play this because he collects one of each card if he can and then he sits back and you got to get the card and you got to hope that he gives you the card you want <laughs> and if not then you're trading and trading and trading and trading technically and within the rules i suppose yes but it is but it's it's stretching them a yeah little. but anyway yeah we we uh we would play that too so pit's a good one and they they've modernized it apparently because mm-hmm. my grandmother had an old school deck for pit and so some of the commodities on there were some weird ones yeah we had flax we had oats, flax yeah wheat, I was like, what is flax uh we had um, uh, rye and uh oats and you know, i guess now they've they've i don't know what the new ones are i'd have corn. to look it up or something yeah but yeah but, and they're all differing you know you wanted wheat because that was 100 points and then there was a bear and a bull yes. card and mm-hmm. if, if it ended and you had the bear card you would lose then points. Then you lose points. If you had the bull. And you... the bulls, yeah, because the bull means the market's up, the bear means it's so That's what that yeah. all stood for. Yeah, good one. Um, then we were talking a little bit about some of the outdoor kids' games, like mm-hmm. Kick the Can and yeah. Capture, Capture the, the flag. flag. Capture the Flag. I'm trying to remember how that one worked. I mean, I'm, I'm assuming there was two flags mm-hmm. and two teams and basically – teams trying to get to the other you know you're both going and that but that's where i can't remember the rest of it well you'd get tagged okay. by the other team and if you got tagged you were out and so every time you we would hide kind of yeah we would you know the the thing was what we would always do a two-pronged approach somebody would run in and try and then you hope that you drag the guard <laughs> away and then the other guy goes in and grabs the flag and you so win. There's somebody guarding each flag yeah. too. So yeah. you have to get past them. Yeah, there was a, there was a board game that was kind of like Capture the Flag called Stratego. Yeah. If you remember Stratego. Yes. And you always had to be careful because it was there was you, you put your bombs mm-hmm. up and the, the only guy that would could defuse a bomb was like the miner. The number yeah. eight, the number eight guy. He could hit a bomb and get rid of it. But he could be taken by almost anybody else on the board. There are some parallels to chess in that game, yeah. a little bit. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, you, I think you could move freely with each yeah. piece. I mean, but only one, one, one space at a time. Mm-hmm. So you had to kind of go across the board. I, I think that's how it was. You'd set up yeah. three rows. Yeah, yep, three rows, and then you'd, and you'd one would have your, red, and the other would have blue. And you'd, you'd put your flag usually in the it. first row. But you could be sneaky. And anyway, that was a fun game. That's one I would like to find at a yeah. garage sale or something. Can't sometime. imagine you wouldn't, or you could find it on eBay or whatever. And lots of these other games that we're talking about yeah. too. Parcheesi was one that I yep. didn't. I don't know. 
I don't remember how to play that one. I know I did. It was, yeah, it was another one of those board games where you had to move around, you know, and yeah. go here and there and everywhere. And sort of like um, we were talking about the, the Pop-O-Matic ones, the, the Trouble, mm-hmm. the Headache, mm-hmm. um, or Aggravation, which, yeah. you know, was a fun one too. And my grandmother had a version of that. Um, my step-grandfather made the board and it looked like it, but it wasn't called aggravation. She referred to it as screw your neighbor, which I always thought was funny. <laughs> um, but yeah, that it, those games were, you know, a lot, and with marbles, you play with, you know, yes. marble color, you know, the Chinese checkers, marbles. Chinese checkers, um, marbles. stadium checkers, which is kind of a, an obscure one. But, uh, you know, we were talking with one of our cohorts yesterday, Rick Shields, and he couldn't remember stadium checkers <laughs> either, but it was concentric circles that went down and you had to move these circles around. So your, your marbles would move into the middle, ah. which was really kind of cool. And this wasn't really a, a game, but speaking no. of marbles, yeah. we had this really cool thing called Marble Works. Yes. That had all these plastic pieces that you would put together and you'd build it up, you know, three, four feet tall. And basically the the, the top piece you would use had six rows mm-hmm. and you'd do a race. You pick your marble and then my younger three brothers, you know, we'd each have our four marbles and you let them go and just see which one makes it to the bottom first. But they would, they had all sorts of different... I mean, it, Trying to think of what to compare it to, it was kind of like setting up, uh, I can't remember what it's called, but they were all angled down, and so sometimes they would spin around, sometimes they'd go through a plastic piece that had little pegs sticking up mm-hmm. that would slow them down a little, and so each piece was a little bit different, and so it would you know, speed up or slow down marbles, and that was, well, again, not really a game, it was just more like a racing game, I guess, for marbles. Well, it was kind of fun. They kind of were put together like Legos, and you could change... You know, every time you set it up, you could put different pieces in different places. So yeah, there were a few games with marbles. One of them was uh, uh, Tippett's coming to mind, but that didn't have to do with marbles. That was the the kid, the guy on his nose. No, <laughs> and there were three pegs with with little discs on them, and you had to take a disc off and hope that he didn't fall off. <laughs> um, but this one, and I, I wish I could remember. I think it was called Drop It or something. Anyway, it was a plastic container, and you stuck a bunch of uh, sticks in it. Mm-hmm. And then you poured the marbles. Oh in, yeah, yeah. And you had to pull the sticks out and hope that you weren't. I think the one that pulled the the one out. Kind of, kind of like the Jenga. Straight, yeah, you know, sort you of like Jenga. Kind of. Yeah. That was another. Fun were, one. were there any games? Because I'm thinking of one right now. Were any games that where you didn't play the game, you just played with the thing? The one that comes to mind is Mousetrap. Oh, we just kind of do your own thing. We played Mousetrap. We just put it together and then watched the thing go. Yeah, well, like Operation was yeah. one we were talking about. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I ever played that one directly the way the rules called for. It just, you we just, would get it out. And there was the one that was always impossible to get. That's why I didn't like that one. It well, there was, was another There was another game you were talking about, Marbles. These had steel balls. Uh-huh. It was called, um, I think, Fascination. Uh-huh. And you had to, there were three mazes on each side and on one side and then a, a circular maze on the other side and you had to get the marbles through and okay. as soon as your your the balls hit the thing you know the thing <laughs> would go off the other one and this is something my brother the one the pit guy yeah he could beat this every single time it was called perfection oh yeah where you had all of the pieces and you push it down, and they were all, you know, you had to put them all in there before it would pop up, and they'd fly all over. He's ambidextrous. <laughs> so he'd boom, 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 and then he'd be done. And was he was it? the only one of us that could do that thing. <laughs> Another marble game I had, and I really wish I still had this, the Pac-Man board oh, game yeah. was a marble game. 
Because basically, um, like the video game, you would put the white marbles all over the board, and they'd have like a little hole to hold them in place there. Mm-hmm. And then I, th- you know, the the ones that were in the corners that gave them, you know, made the ghost turn blue for a while, um, were I think yellow. And in the board game, if you got those, it meant something. And I think one of you is Pac Man, and one of you is the ghost. <laughs> and so you try to get all the marbles before the ghost gets to you. And I, I think it was dice that you used to determine. I, I can't remember, but I wish I still had that. That would probably be worth some money. Yeah, if you know the condition. one, the one we haven't mentioned that was a board game that was really fun was Clue. Oh yeah, because Clue was always different. You yes. know, there was always a different outcome, and it wasn't always Colonel Mustard in the observatory with a candlestick. It could be <laughs> anything, you know. And weren't the pieces the weapons? Yeah, and that kind of yeah, th- yeah. It was it was kind of it was it was kind of cool. The candlestick, the wrench, candlestick, the wrench, the pipe, the, pipe, the rope, the rope. Yeah, I think was there a pistol? I think there was a yeah pistol, a firearm of some firearm sort, of some sort. And then uh, I forget what the other There's one. At was. least a couple more because it was eight rooms, yeah, right? and eight people, yeah, and eight. Uh, weapons. weapons. I might not have the number yeah, right. It was like three across the top, three across the bottom, and two in the middle. You know, the movie, that might be the only game that a, they made a movie. Yeah, and if you remember, of. they had different endings. Yes. There was a different, there was like four was different endings. It such was, a good movie. It was. Uh, just, and you, I don't see that one on much anymore. That's like uh-uh. one of those movies. Tim uh, Curry. Tim Curry was in it. it was, and He was the butler. Mm-hmm. And uh, Christopher Lloyd was in that yep. too. There's actually it's actually a pretty good cast too. Oh yeah, um, was, but I love I love playing Clue. Did you ever, um, you know, because Dungeons and Dragons, and I never played D and D. No, I didn't. My, my brother did a little bit. I had bit. a cousin that got way way into that. <laughs> <laughs> we played they had a game, parties. <laughs> kind of you know the extended games or whatever called um, Stocks and Bonds, which was another you know when you hear you're playing stock market games when you're like 12, 13 years old, it's like, oh, what, what? How come whatever. I'm not on Wall Street now? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But it was, yeah, it was, there's so many games back then. It's, it well, and again, back then it was before, you know, video games were mm-hmm. really big. Um, of course, I mean, I, I was a kid in the early, mid, late 80s, so it was still ahead of, I mean, we, we were starting to get the video games, you know, Nintendo came out. Uh, but we still spent a lot of time just playing the board games oh, yeah. and card games and things like that. And we, honestly, we still do. I have nothing against video games. There's some cool stuff out there. I will admit the more modern gaming that's going on now, I've kind of fallen off. Um, you know, I, I remember playing one of the first versions of the John Madden yeah. uh, game on Sega Genesis, mm-hmm. and it blew my mind because up until that point, any football video game, did not look very realistic and it didn't even have all the teams. In fact, I mean, I think some of the early ones didn't even have any of the teams, it was just red and blue. You know? Yeah. And same with basketball and hockey. And, but then in the early nineties, when some of those video games started to get more, you know, like, I can be the Detroit Lions, I can be Barry Sanders. And I do remember that Barry Sanders was virtually impossible to stop, stop. and that he just spin <laughs> around over and over and over again. Yeah. Until everyone's on the ground and then just run and go. Yeah. Did and you ever have an electronic football game? Yeah, I did. Those were fun. I did. Take a while, the but little red. Well, this is um, this was even before that. It was a it was a metal field. And, oh, the plug-in and the, one. And the plug-in one, yeah. and you, you'd have the plastic players, and then you'd turn it on, and, <laughs> and then as soon as another player, yeah, and you could even pass, and I could never do that. But. This is, I, for anyone listening that doesn't remember that, that game took a lot of dedication, Yeah, because what you would do, is, if I remember right, is there was a little pad, and you would do 15 plays per quarter, mm-hmm. or something like that, 
And so you would have to set up all 11. They did use 11. Yes, they did. And there was little uh, things under it. It's hard to even explain what these were like, but there was little things you would turn that would that were supposed to make. You could basically design a play by angling mm-hmm. all these players the right way. And if it worked out right, then it would create a path and your player would get through. And then the kicking part of it was even more ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. You actually was- had a little goalpost and you had this little lever and the, the little tiny ball go flying and then it would get lost in the carpet and you'd oh, never yeah. find it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I had one of my players one time score a touchdown for the other team <laughs> because he was in the open and one of his own players hit him. And turn him around, and then he goes the other direction, and none of the other players in him. It was went, pretty you know, primitive. <laughs> it was. It was a lot of fun. But, but yeah, was, when you said electric football, I was thinking about the little oh, the handheld Mattel one. electronic yes. football. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and then there was some other ones that came along, but again, very primitive. I mean, if you yeah. Google some of these and check them out, of course, you know some of the people listening to this are probably sharing the memories with us. But tell your kids about it too. Oh yeah. Or better yet, go out and find one and say, "Here, try to figure Here, this out." <laughs> figure this one out. And go what? Yeah, it's um, uh, you know. The, the games that we, well, when we got to be adults, you know, we were talking about board games. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we have, my, my family was re, uh, really into um, Trivial Pursuit mm-hmm. and also uh, a game called Scattergories. Yeah, um, we played that We a still lot. play Scattergories, but, but I, the, the problem is I've never <laughs> been beaten at it. <laughs> in my family, I'm undefeated. I've I've, I've never won. Uh, I've never lost. That causes controversy. Well, and the, and the other one too, Trivial Pursuit. I'm barred from playing that in my family because <laughs> they actually the last time I played, Did you pulled the George Costanza thing with that. They made me go around twice, and <laughs> I think there was one time where I went around twice and nobody else answered a question, and they decided that was enough. So now I'm 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 a mark. Oh, okay. I'm the I'm the designated answerer. If they <laughs> nobody in the group can answer, they'll ask me and I'll give them the answer and then they're good. You so. said you told us something fun about categories yesterday. Well, scatter- you got a really high score because of your music knowledge. Well, you know, working in radio has its benefits sometimes. <laughs> and one of the things, if you don't know what categories is, there's there are twelve lists of things like school subjects, uh, song titles, maybe. Uh, states is my favorite one because we always use stuff like state of euphoria or state of dementia, or whatever you know. <laughs> um, Instead of like Mississippi, Massachusetts, Michigan, you know, Alaska or whatever. So anyway, we're, when you roll the die that has, it's a 26-sided die that has all the letters on it. Um, if you get a specific letter sometimes, you can think. And if you do a word that has multiple words in it with the same letter, then you get that many points. Right. And one time L came up for song title. <laughs> and given that I worked in radio, I remember Little Latin Loopy Lou, which is by the Righteous Brothers, mm-hmm. four points. And that really ticks people off sometimes because it puts you far and above and beyond. So then my mindset was, okay, I've got to think about what double. Now you got to hope that nobody else gets it too. Yeah, because it you cancels know? out. And to give away a secret, I would wait for the D to come up for song title because the police have a song called do 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 da 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 da. I get eight <laughs> points for that and win automatically. And we were the Beatles too. And the Beatles. If you get the letter O. Obla D, obla da. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're there. So, you know, you, you get to think that way. But, um, yeah, it, I, 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 we love playing those games. It's, it's fun. But again, like I said, they, they just kind of look at me and go, all right, well, who's going to come in second? Because you know? <laughs> we know he's going to win. Well, this gave people some good ideas yeah. ahead of these holiday get-togethers that are coming up in a few months. Uh, go dig out the old games if you've got them in your closet and dust them off and give them a try again or hit up some garage sales before summer ends. Yeah, and there you go. Go out and uh, try to find uh, a nice game to play. And uh, 
This was another fun one. Thanks for joining. Yeah, thanks for asking me. It was fun. MI Focus, I'm Brandon James. We'll be back with another podcast for you before you know it. Yeah.